Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining me at your Built for This podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to build your faith, your hope, and your joy in Jesus Christ. My name is Minister Cassandra, and I'm here to share with you what the Lord has laid on my heart. I'm going to do a series on the promises and the blessings of God, and I'm going to start it by just diving into what it means, what the word bless means, and what does it mean um, for a person to be, an individual to be blessed. You know, we have this cliche which we use, tend to use really often, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored, you know, it's become like a Christian cliche, you know. And there are some conditions and there's some promises that belongs to the children of God, but it's based on our obedience, our willing to listen to the Holy Spirit, our willing to come under authority, our willing to listen to the voice of God. So there are several things that I'd like to go through about, you know, how to be blessed because when you're a child of God, it's God's desire for you to be blessed. So, first of all, you have to be in covenant with God in order to receive the blessings of God. So, today, if you're listening and Jesus Christ is not your Savior and not your Lord, you really cannot obtain these blessings. And a lot of people, you know, want to say, you know, I know God, you know. But to know him is to serve him. To know him is to be in relationship with him. To know him is to be in covenant with him. To know him is to repent of our sins. So we must know that in order to, first of all, be in a position where we are qualified to receive the blessing, we must first acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior. So today, if you do not know Jesus Christ, I am here to share with you the good news that Jesus saves. To the utmost, Jesus saves. I don't care how low you've gotten. I don't care which part of society you find yourself in. I don't care what addiction that you are struggling with. I don't care what shame that you are carrying. I don't care what guilt the enemy is bombarding your mind. Jesus saves. Jesus came on this earth so that we might be free and delivered. So this morning, know that Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith, wants you to be blessed. But in order for you to be blessed, you must surrender completely to the Holy Spirit, to the Lord. You must know that He is Lord and acknowledge Him as your Savior, acknowledge Him as your Father. So the word bless, I looked it up, and it says to pronounce a wish of happiness to one, to express a wish or desire of happiness. The Bible says in Genesis 28, and Isaac called Jacob and blessed him. You know, to, it means to make happy, to make success, successful, to prosper in temporal concerns as we are blessed with peace and plenty. And in Deuteronomy chapter 15, it says, The Lord thy God shall bless thee in all thou doest. Which means 
once you're a child of God, once you're walking in obedience, once you are faithful, once you have surrendered your heart, your life to Jesus Christ, he says that everything in Deuteronomy 15, everything that you're doing, the Lord thy God shall bless which means he will pronounce happiness, joy, peace, express desired of happiness will be and success. You know, many people are going through this life without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, without the guidance of the Lord, and they are breaking down. They are perturbed. They are confused. They are anxious. They are fearful. Why? Because they're not in covenant with Jesus Christ. We know that this season, if there's a time that we need God, it is now in this pandemic. But once you are clothed in his righteousness, once you are, you know, full of the Holy Spirit, once you acknowledge him as Lord, there is a peace and a blessing that awaits you once you say yes to Jesus Christ. You see, and the Bible says also in Genesis chapter 2, and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. So, bless can also mean to consecrate by prayer, to invoke blessings upon you. So many times in the Bible we see where the Lord Jesus Christ pronounced a blessing. Um, we see in Luke chapter 9, and Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking upon to heaven, he blessed them. So, in order to have a blessed life, you have to have a prayer life. You know, you have to go before the Lord, seek his face, and ask him to guide you. Bless also means to praise, to glorify, for benefits received. Bless the Lord, Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his name. You know, we bless God. We praise him. We, we adore him. We, you know, give praises unto our king because all the benefits, everything. You know how you get a job and they're like, you know, when I was working in corporate America and then I received my acceptance letter, I was so excited. And then I received my benefit package. And it was just a whole bunch of paperwork. But, you know, who really go through their benefit package line by line? Nobody. But this benefit that we have called the blessings of God, this covenant that we are in with Jesus Christ, this happiness, this joy that we have when we are in covenant with Jesus Christ. There is absolutely none like it. So there are so many benefits that you will receive when you accept Jesus Christ. And if you know Jesus Christ, there are some benefits that you are entitled to that you no longer have to take the enemy's junk. You no longer have to believe the lies of the enemy. You no longer have to live in fear, have to live in doubt, have to live in, you know, what is going to happen? Am I going to get through this season? But when you are blessed, you will praise him and say, Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. 
and all that is within me. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. You know, the Bible says, Psalms 104, to praise and to magnify and extol for his excellencies. You know, we esteem God because there's no one like him, none before him, none after him. So to be blessed, blessed means to make happy, to be prosperous, to pronounce happiness, to pronounce blessing, enjoying spiritual happiness and favor of God. That is what it means to be blessed. When you are blessed, you are enjoying the spiritual benefits and happiness and favor of God. And today, we want to live a blessed life. You know, I am sure those who are listening to me right now, you want to live a blessed life. You want to live a life that has peace. You know, blessing is also a benediction, you know, a prayer, as I said, you know, when Jesus, even Jesus asked God, you know, bless this bread. He went before the Lord. He says, I do not come doing my own thing, but I'm here on assignment. Jesus Christ was here on assignment. He came to set the captives free. He came to give deliverance. He came to destroy yokes. He came to break bondage and generational curse. So, once you are in Christ, there are some benefits for kingdom children that you are entitled to. And it doesn't make no sense that you have that big package called the Bible. The Holy Spirit, you know, has ministered unto men to write this book, you know, 66 books in the Bible, where it shares with you all the benefits, all the healing, everything that is entitled to you as a child of Christ, and you let it just sit there. So sometimes we do not get the fullness of what God wants for us because we have our benefit package sitting down collecting dust. We don't read it. We don't look into it. We don't evaluate it. We don't highlight it. We don't meditate on it. And we're wondering how come we're not prospering? How come we're not healed? How come we're not well? Everything that you need to prosper, everything that you need to be blessed and have a blessed life in the Lord is in the word of God. You cannot go through life without knowing your benefits. And the benefits of being a kingdom kid, a kingdom boy, a kingdom girl, a kingdom woman, a kingdom man is in the word of God. So there's no detour. There's no shortcut. You know, we have to be in the word of God. We have to read the word. We have to understand it. We have to ask God to illuminate, to reveal himself to us through his word. So today... You know, I'm just excited that God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new move. The word of God says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, if my people, you know, that's a conjunction, which means <coughs> there's a clause there. If you do this, then I'll do that. So we know that if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves you know, and pray. So first we have to be humble. We have to go before God as if we are nothing and we are no one. And absolutely, frankly, we are nothing. We are nothing but dust and dirt, you know, pretty dust, pretty dirt, handsome dust, handsome dirt. We are absolutely nothing 
in a split second, we could be here and we could be gone tomorrow. During this pandemic, it has taught us and it should be teaching us that nothing is guaranteed but Jesus Christ. So it says, if you shall humble yourself and pray and seek my face and turn the part that I want to admonish us this morning, the part I want to focus on is to turn, to turn. When you repent, it means you're turning from sin. You're turning, you're asking God to wash your heart. You're asking God for forgiveness and you repent. And it says, turn from your wicked ways. We've got some wicked ways. We were born and shaped in iniquity. So there's no good. The only good that is in us is the Holy Spirit that is within us. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, if you do not have the Lord in your life, you are not good. You have the proclivity to do wrong. You have the proclivity to lie. You have the proclivity to sin. You have the proclivity, you know, to do something that is foolish and damaging to your spirit. But it's because of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that enables us to live a life of holiness, a life that is righteous and pleasing to God. Because when it's said, when it's all said and done, we want to live a life. You want to live a life where if Jesus Christ comes today, you can make it into heaven. So no matter what you have to give up, no matter what you have to stop doing, you have to go before God and ask God and ask and beg Him the Holy Spirit to help you to overcome because we are more than conquerors. The Bible says then after you've done this, which means after you've humbled yourself, after you've prayed, after you've sought God's face, and then you turn, which means you no longer gonna do the things that you know that are not pleasing to God and pleasing to the Holy Spirit. And how would you know these things if you're not diving and digesting and dissecting the Word of God? Then the Bible says, will I hear from heaven and will forgive your sins and heal their land in order for our country, our world, our nation to be healed? Praise the name of Jesus. We have to ask God pray, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways, and then he will forgive their sins and will heal their land. We need our land to be healed, healed from violence, healed from crime, healed from hatred, healed from racial discrimination, healed. There's so many things that we need to be healed from, but it's only through the word of God, it's only through the blood of Jesus Christ, which we, where we will get the victory. The word of God also says in 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There's nobody like God. God will see you in your mess and he will take you out and he will beautify you and he will give you a new walk, a new talk. The only thing that he doesn't want you to do is once he has cleaned you up, once he has fixed you up, once he has raised you up, that you don't forget who did it. You know, most of us, we look good and we're like, oh my gosh, you know, this person, I admire this person because, you know, they're so faithful in God or God is using them in a mighty way. But when you, only God and them know, 
what they were in, the mess that they were in, how wretched they was. And it's only because of the grace of God that you can see a broke, busted. I can only speak for myself. I was wicked. I was a liar. I was a fornicator. I was mad. I was angry. I was depressed. You know, I went through, I suffered from the spirit of anxiety. I was oppressed. I was depressed. I had low self-esteem. I had no confidence. I had no self-worth. I was mentally abused. I was emotionally abused. Come on, I was molested. I was afflicted. I was hurt. I was broken. I was rejected. But the blood of Jesus, one day, God came into my heart. God touched me in a supernatural way. I had a God encounter. I had I felt the peace and the love of God that I was longing for. That was the missing peace. And some of you are searching and you're searching and you're saying, I can't. I'm going to school. I'm doing this. I'm doing the drugs. I'm doing whatever. And I'm trying to find a peace. I'm dating these people. You know, I'm living this life. I'm drinking. I'm doing this. But I have no peace. But today, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, if you cry out to him and say, Lord, have mercy on me, he will engulf you with the peace and a love and a joy that you have never experienced in your life. So today, it's not his will for us not to be prosperous. It's not his will for us to be ill and sick. It's not his will for us to be struggling. It's not his will for us not to to have joy. It's not his will. It's the enemy of the cross. It is the devil that is trying to attack God's children. But I declare and I decree that there's a blessing coming your way. If you are obedient, if you are, you know, you drop the spirit of pride, you let go and let God, you give it to him, you become obedient, you become broken before him. The word of God says a broken and a contrite heart, I will not despise. The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you, but he is looking for you to surrender, for you to ask for forgiveness, for you to say, God, you are Lord, you are Lord over my life. So today, the word of God says in Proverbs 28 verse 13, He that covered his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. God is here to give mercy. I don't care if you're a murderer, you're ex, whatever, whatever you have done. As long as you're not trying to cover it up, but you bring it before the Lord and say, This is me, God. This is my brokenness. This is where I failed. This is where I falter. This is where I come up short. I need you, God. And you are transparent with the Holy Spirit. And you are transparent with God. He is ready and able to deliver you from every, every demonic, every lie, every generational curse, everything that doesn't look like him. Everything that doesn't sound like him, everything that's in your heart that's corrupt, God is ready, ready to forgive you of all your sins. But And he is ready to release mercy and grace upon you. So the word of God says, 
Second Chronicles, for the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if ye return unto him. Another conjunction, another, I will do this if you do that. The promises of God are conditional, which means although he is a loving savior, <coughs> he has given all of his children a free will so today, he has given you a free will. So he's not a God that's going to force himself upon you. But he has given you a free will so you can make a decision. So you can make a choice. So today, you know, know that the Lord, if you surrender, if you repent, if you say, Jesus, I am tr- I'm tired of trying to do this my own way. I'm, try- I'm tired of trying to figure this out. I surrender my will to you. I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my life to you. He says, for the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return unto him. Today, the first thing I want to discuss about the blessings of God is returning to Jesus Christ. Returning. Some of you have fallen short. Some of you has left God out of the picture for a very long time. But God says, return to me. He is here waiting on you to come back to the heart of worship. The song says, when it's all about you, it's all about King Jesus. It's all about him. So God is waiting on you. God has a blessing for you. God wants to bless you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to set you free. God wants to open doors for you. God wants to give you favor. God wants to give you peace. But you have to say yes to him. And if you are if you've already said yes, you have to understand that these promises are conditional and you have to know that nothing but the word of God Nothing but that package, that benefit package, that kingdom package, benefit package called the word of God. That's where you're going to find what you're entitled to. That's where you're going to find what is yours, what belongs to you, what the enemy has no right to is through the word of God. So if you're not in the word, if you're slack, if you're, you know, like, okay, you know, you're up today, down tomorrow. No, the word of God says in James chapter 4, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Praise the name of Jesus. If you draw nigh to God, there is not a time that I have called out to God where he didn't come through for me. So today I encourage you. I encourage you to repent. I encourage you to ask God to forgive you. I encourage you to confess your sins. The word of God says in Joel chapter 2 verse 13, And rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repented him of evil. So turn to God, run to God. Know that he is the lover of your soul. Know that he is ready and willing and able to bless you. But you have to surrender. You have the blessings of the Lord is not for them 
who are doing their own thing and not in covenant and not in in relationship with God. You are blessed when you are under the covering and protection of God. And the only way you can be under that covering and under that protection is if you say yes to the Lord. If you accept him in your heart and believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. So today be encouraged as we go through this, this series on the blessings of God. We're going to go through how you receive the blessing, how you maintain the blessing, how you keep the blessing. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you today. I pray that you touch your people. I pray that you minister to those who are here right now, those who need financial breakthrough, those who need healing in their mind, healing in their homes, healing in their bodies, those who are on their sickbed, those who are waiting to hear from a loved one, with COVID-19, oh God, those who are believing you for a miracle, those who are discouraged, oh God, I pray that your Holy Spirit, oh God, will enter in, and my God, I pray that you will remove and destroy yokes, I pray that you will break barriers, I pray for your healing, I pray for your cleansing, I pray that you wash them, Jesus, those who are genuinely repenting, genuinely are sorry, genuinely wants to have a relationship with you. I pray that you enter in. I pray that you grant them deliverance. I pray that you breathe upon them, Father, and have your way in their life. Today, I just want to say thank you for joining me on your Bill Fittis podcast. Please share with your friends, your loved ones, and know that God has a blessing that is awaiting you. God has some promises that belongs to you. Praise the name of Jesus. You be blessed. Thank you for joining me at your booth for this podcast.